0: Listening to the daily roundup here is part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. A very good show for you on this Friday, as stuff is breaking in regards to the Clayton case. Yes, we are going to talk about it. Um, probably the biggest news that we've gotten since Laura Owens came out in September with the story to the Sun, and we will talk about that. And then the only other topic today. In the podcast is Chris Harrison going on Jason Tardick's Trading Spaces podcast and what he had to say about The Bachelor. We'll touch on that. We'll get to all that momentarily. So let's get going. A lot of this is going to be from Dave Neal's YouTube video yesterday. And in that video, Dave Neal has a source a very good source. Obviously he's not going to reveal his sources, but Dave wouldn't have spent a 20 minute video on this yesterday if it wasn't true. And the fact is he has able been able to get from a source that Laura Owens, something coming out of her camp is now saying that she is no longer pregnant. Those were the words that were used. No longer pregnant. Now I don't necessarily know I mean, we can jump to conclusions of what that means, because there's two things that that could technically mean. Number one, it could mean that she had a stillbirth. Or number two, it could mean I'm no longer pregnant, meaning I had the children. I had my twins. But she's saying she's no longer pregnant because she's already delivered. Do we think it's the second one? Probably not. We think this has more to do with the fact that she's going to go the route, and that's the thing. We're still speculating at this point because all she said was, and all that's coming out of that camp and what Dave reported was, he's being told she is no longer pregnant. Well, if you've followed Dave and I over the last couple months, you know how we feel what that probably means is that she is now saying she's no longer pregnant well we've never thought she was pregnant to begin with but she has said yes i am so in her mind saying no longer pregnant to us or to her her story must mean i no longer have the babies well if you were pregnant at 30 weeks which she would have been this week or maybe even 31 and now her story is no longer pregnant that would mean she had a stillbirth that does not mean she had a miscarriage because when you are 30 weeks in, you have two children, viable children inside of you. They're not embryos that you could, you know, within the first four weeks, like you can have a miscarriage at home. And, you know, I do want to say right off the bat um, that this and maybe I should have said it a little earlier. I apologize. But a trigger warning. Uh, Because we're going to talk about things that might be a little bit uncomfortable for maybe some people that uh, have been through this. But we have to talk about it because this is the whole case. This is why Dave and I have talked about this for two months. So her stance right now is no longer pregnant. We don't know exactly what that definition is. By the time you hear this podcast, Dave might have some new information. But here's the thing. Dave and I have been saying this for two months. Neither of us have believed her based on the information she shared with us and the information that we saw online. It just wasn't lining up. It didn't make a lot of sense. There were a lot of holes in the story. And I was obviously very forthcoming in a lot of podcasts saying that she's a liar. She's never been pregnant this whole time. And you know my last email that I got from her, which was a few, like, was it seven, eight days ago? And I read you what my response was to her. Her basic email was stop talking about me. Stop talking about me. Stop talking about my pregnancy. Stop talking about this case. You know, a formal cease and desist, which was like, okay, whatever. I read you what my response was to her, which was basically then show me you're pregnant. Prove to me you're pregnant. Prove to all of us that you're pregnant and I'll stop talking about it. And that's really been the whole point of everything involved in this. If she would have come out basically in August or September and said something, you know, it's it never would have dragged on like it did. All we were looking for was some transparency. And this is a woman who was just terrible with transparency. And we had questions, you know, and it just kept. And she's the one that kept it going because she kept saying, you guys are wrong. I'm pregnant. I have twins. And they're Clayton's. And all the while, we're just like, but wait a second. What about this? What about this? This doesn't add up. You're not giving us any sort of proof. We're not just going to take your word for it. It doesn't make any sense. Hell, when the story first came out in September, when I read it, I didn't understand how it could be true. There were so many holes in it. And at the time, I didn't believe it. A lot of people did. A lot of people immediately said Clayton was guilty and what an idiot for impregnating this woman and he deserves it and all this stuff without doing any sort of homework or any sort of vetting. I spoke to Clayton for 90 minutes and no, I did not speak to Laura at that time because I had her emails, but where I got her emails after I started talking about it, but I spoke to Clayton for 90 minutes. First time I had ever spoken to him and I listened to everything he had to say and it was clear to me based on what he told me in that phone call that none of this that she was reporting was true, none of it. Um, in terms of have, being pregnant with his kids, like it was just very hard to believe that was the case. Clearly, he did send her texts and emails, which we later read. But when she presented them in the story, she presented them completely out of context. So now we're sitting here, and now you know you've heard me over the last couple months. You've heard me say like, "Hey, this is." we know what's coming next and I've kind of left it open-ended and I've said like, look, we have an end date to this thing because she is still saying she's pregnant and she's giving us under oath in the hearing on November 2nd. She said under oath, I'm due February 14th. And she said she was still 100% pregnant. And that was on November 2nd in email. Since then she contended, she is still pregnant with Clayton's twins. So, She's well past the idea of, oh, you're just going to miscarry and nothing has to happen. No, she is at 30 weeks. So her saying or her camp saying she is no longer pregnant. What I hope for at this point is I hope a lot of you understand. Well, Steve, she's saying she's no longer pregnant. Can't you let the story die? And it's like, no, 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 no. Because what we're at right now is. We don't want her to get away with this because if she's just going to be like, hey, I'm no longer pregnant. So why are we dealing with proof of paternity and all this stuff? And don't you find it interesting that last week Clayton filed paperwork in the court of Arizona for proof of paternity, meaning she had to prove she was pregnant. And then less than a week later, she's now the camp is now saying she's no longer pregnant. Don't you find that coincidental? I mean, look, if you follow this case for the last two months, you don't. But every time over the last two months where I say, we know what's coming next, this is exactly what I was referring to. I just didn't want to put it out there, but we've got to talk about it now because this is a woman who at 30 weeks is now saying I'm no longer pregnant, which means in her case, if she's going to sell this story, that means that she had a stillbirth. She can't just have a stillbirth and be like, all right, Clayton, I don't have any kids anymore, so you can stop coming after me and I'll leave you alone. And Dave, stop talking about me and Steve. Stop talking about me. No, it doesn't work that way because if you have a stillbirth and I, you know, like I said, I, the trigger warning for anybody who's gone through this, I feel for you and I feel for you because this woman is insulting you as a woman by faking a stillbirth because that's what she's going to have to do. So that's why we basically need the Arizona courts to not let this case die. Because this woman can now technically, I guess, get away with it if the Arizona courts don't force her to prove she had a stillbirth. Now, we don't know what she's saying right now. We don't, other than no longer pregnant. Well, if you were 30 weeks pregnant last week and now you're no longer pregnant, that means the babies have been taken from your body somehow. Meaning, if you have a stillbirth versus you have a miscarriage early on in your pregnancy, which you can have at home without the use or an appointment or a procedure with a doctor. There is no way in hell you could have those babies removed from your body and there's no record of it anywhere unless you literally, I don't even want to get into the the sick fuck things that could have happened. So let's just say, well, once we get some sort of answer, well, what does is, what is no longer pregnant mean, Laura? You had a stillbirth? Okay. Unfortunately, in this case, when for 30 weeks you said, I'm pregnant with twins and Clayton is the father, and now you no longer have twins, we have to know exactly what happened to them. Meaning, you had to go to a doctor at some point and get them removed from you. This isn't like, oh, quit invading her personal space. No, this is what I was alluding to months ago when I said, When I alluded to saying, look, we know where this is headed and I think her stance, and this is just my speculation is her stance is going to be all the stress and trauma and all the bullying I got online, you know, forced, you know, ended up me having a stillbirth. So she's basically going to blame all of us for it. And I, you know, I put it out there two months ago that that's what she was going to do. If that's the route she's taking, I'm sorry. You can't prove that that's what caused it. And number two. (laughs) You know, I keep I keep talking like she's pregnant, like she ever had twins in her belly. She didn't. But what I'm saying is her story. If she's saying now, then she has to prove it, unfortunately. And she's not going to be able to prove it, I guess, unless a doctor is willing to risk his medical license to lie for Laura Owens. I don't see that being the case. Clayton has filed paperwork in court and he's going after her and she's going to have to prove if she if she doesn't have the babies anymore. Well, now she's going they're going to subpoena doctor records to say, okay, well, what happened? You must've gone to the doctor and had a DNC, right? Because that's the only way this was actually going to happen. So we still have some stuff to find out about here, but in Dave's reporting yesterday, it was found out from her side she is no longer pregnant. What that means, we're probably gonna find out more as the days come. Now I wanna talk about something that Dave hit on in his video, and I wanna talk about that next. But first, we gotta talk about microdosing. You know that just right feeling when your body and mind are really at peace, like after a nice long workout or a shower? Nice hot shower. You're relaxed. That's what microdosing can do for you. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. You've heard me talk about this and a lot depends on my mood in terms of when I take it. Do I take it in the morning? Do I take it at night? It all depends, but you don't even have to take a full gummy. A half a gummy will do it for you. And I'm telling you, it makes me feel better help me relax at night, really be present in the moment instead of worrying about things that I don't need to be worrying about. It's perfect for you. Just take one or even a half a day and it'll do the trick. You get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com, promo code REALITYSTEVE. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com, promo code REALITYSTEVE for 30% off and free shipping. microdose.com, promo code REALITYSTEVE. Now, one thing that Dave talked about and I'm going to echo it here. If you heard Dave's video, then you know what I'm going to say. But I think one of the biggest things that could happen in this case right now, and I think it would benefit Laura the most, and I'm being dead serious about this. I Do I think this is what will happen? Probably not. Because she's come this far and tried to go after so many people and shouted basically down at so many people and is fighting with everybody online and... Creates fake accounts to fight with people on Reddit and all this stuff. It would really seem out of character for her to do a complete 180. But as Dave said in his video, I totally agree. The best thing that could come out of this would be what if Laura Owens released a video where she sits down in front of a camera, records herself and says, I'm Laura Owens. I'm the one at the center of this. And basically, I have been lying this whole time and, and give reasons for why. Maybe you were your, your sister had a baby uh, this past June. You felt inferior and you felt that you needed to be on the track of having a baby. I don't know. Whatever it may be, we clearly know that she is struggling with some mental health issues for sure. And we clearly know that she spent an inordinate amount of time over these last six months online and just going after people and firing off lawsuits and all this. But as, as you know, all the things that I said about her, I believe, I I don't believe she was very smart in all this. I don't believe she had a long-term plan, but of all the things I said about her that were very, very negative, what is everybody in this world like? Especially when it comes to reality TV and the contestants and all that, what do we love to see? we love to see a redemption story. Now, I do think that she needs to suffer some sort of penalty for this. I don't know what it would be. Um, Some people are calling for jail time. If that's the case, if that's what a court decides, I'd be fine with that. But my biggest thing, like I said, I'm echoing Dave here. I think if she came out and just said, you know what? I got in over my head. I was lying about this, this, this. Here is the truth. And she can maybe even go into why she did it like, you know, she didn't like the fact that she had a hookup with Clayton one night and he wasn't interested in her. That's fine. Just admit that. Imagine if she admitted that in a video. Then I'm telling you, this goes away. There's no I mean, we we would do probably one more podcast on this and and uh, draw everyone's attention to it and say, hey, she's come out and admitted this was all a ruse. But we wouldn't sit here, I mean, unless she's still continuing to go sue people, but Dave has done 50 videos on her because he he has known that what she is saying just isn't, hasn't been truthful. So if she comes out and admits, yeah, you were right with those videos, I can't, I can't understand why then she would continue to sue him and tell him to leave her alone and He harassed her with fifty videos. It's like, but those fifty videos ended up being true when you just sat down and admitted in this video you made it all up. So, I don't know. I mean, but if she were to do that, um, (laughs) I think that's the best thing for her. Now, the question is, will she? Probably not. Like I said, because it's a complete one eighty of what she's been selling us for the last four or five months. But if you really want to win the audience over, or at least as much as you can, I'm not saying everyone is going to be like, oh, what a great woman. I forgive her. No, everyone has a right to be upset. Look, I'd still be upset at what I've had to deal with with her for the last four months. But an apology would go a hell of a long way. And it would be like, okay, thank you. Thank you for proving what me and Dave have been covering for four months. We weren't going crazy. We weren't doing stuff just to do stuff. We knew this all along, but it would be great if she had actually admitted it. She sat down and released a video and just laid it out there and said, you know what? I, I need some help. I'm going to go. I'm going to go get some help. Yes, I'm sure Clayton uh, would would drop everything, I, I would think, because he knows, one, he was never pre- he never got her pregnant, and two, clearly he was never the father. That's the only thing he wants cleared out of all of this. I'm sure he wants some uh, lawyer fees paid. And maybe she would have to do that. I I think she would, that would be my penalty for her. I if, if she spent time behind bars because she violated something, okay, that's what the courts decide. But for me, her penalty, if she were to come forward and just admit all of this was a ruse and she lied over and over and over again for the last four months, if she were to admit that, I think the only penalty that she should suffer is all the court nonsense that she put Clayton through and is putting Dave through now, she should have to pay for their stuff. I'd say that's fair. And a promise to never do this again, obviously, you know, I I don't know what can, see, that's the thing. I don't know legally what can happen with the past cases, but like I said, I've tried to stay away from the past cases as much as I could because this is the case that mattered the most is what was going on with Clayton. And she was sitting there, on October 24th in a zoom hearing with a baby bump that none of us believed was real. A week later, she had hearing number two saying I am at 24 weeks pregnant emails within the last couple of weeks saying I'm still pregnant with Clayton's twins. So that's what I'm saying. I think it would be a great gesture on her part. The question is, will she do it? Odds are probably not, but honestly, if I'm her, And clearly the walls have closed in, and what a shocker. A week after Clayton goes on the offensive and goes to the Arizona courts asking for a proof of paternity, she is now saying she's no longer pregnant. If I'm her, I just come clean. Just do it. Laura, it's the best thing you can do for yourself at this point. And I'm being honest. I know I've called you names, and I know I haven't been the nicest guy to you. I'm trying to give you advice here. If you come clean and are honest, this pretty much goes away. Of course, there's going to be people online that just are not going to be able to give it up. There's nothing we can do about that, but I guarantee you will win much more favor with the audience if you admit that you lied this throughout this whole thing and this was all a ruse rather than continuing this. Well, you know, what, what we don't want to hear is, yeah, well, I lost the babies. They were Clayton's, and he definitely got me pregnant, and they were his, but I no longer have them. It's just like, oh, no, we're not stopping there if that's going to be your stance. you know, Clayton certainly isn't. I mean, Dave and I are just going to continue to talk about it because this is going to continue in Arizona courts if that's her stance because I believe that Clayton is going to demand, okay, if you had a stillbirth, then I want records of that. I want to subpoena the records of the doctor that performed that stillbirth with the doctor that performed that D&C. He's not going to let it go. So you can either go through that and you're going to have to get some doctor, I don't know, to lie for you, or you come clean and you admit it all. Tell us the truth. I guarantee you'll earn a lot more favor than if you try and continue to fight this. But that's just my opinion. It's also Dave Dave's opinion. You're probably not going to listen to it because I know you're not fans of us, But we've kind of been right ever since September about this whole case. We're giving you advice here to help you out. If not, this is just going to continue and go on and more court proceedings and more hearings and more of us reporting on what's happening in the courts. Do you really want that when basically the gig is up now? Sorry, that is your best, best plan of attack if I were you. And finally, let's wrap up with Chris Harrison going on Jason Tardick's podcast, Trading Secrets. I said Trading Spaces earlier, didn't I? It's Trading Secrets podcast. And he talked about um, being let go, or he still hasn't really given details on exactly what the reasoning was for his exit from the franchise he said, what I went through was tumultuous. I don't wish it on anybody. It was horrifying on a lot of levels and something I pray to God, my worst enemy never goes through. But with that said, I knew I had to remove myself from what became a very toxic situation. When he was on the podcast, he said it was a difficult situation, but noted they probably could have figured it out, meaning he and the higher ups there. He said, we all could have figured it out, but I had to remove myself from that toxic situation. And so... I'm proud of that decision. I'm proud that I handled it the way I did. And I still look at the show as a blessing because it changed my life on so many levels. Financially, of course, it changed my life. It changed my kids' lives. He went on to further praise the show for all the friends and adventures it gave him over the years. Um, He said, it changed my life, but at the same time, I can also be grateful that I am gone. That's a relationship I don't need to be in anymore because it wasn't healthy. So again, he's he's discussing it. He's discussing his departure from the show, but he's not giving any sort of details whatsoever. There's no names here. There's no, this is why this was the discussion we had after the whole thing with the Rachel Lindsay thing came out. This is what we sat down and decided. This is what they told me. This is what they, I asked for none of that. It's just generic speak. And look, he signed an NDA. So I guess he's never going to address it unless there's some sort of time limit on the NDA, which I doubt there is. It's probably in perpetuity. But, you know, this is the best you're going to get out of him. And even this wasn't, you know, very revealing at all. You know, uh, Jason went on his podcast, broke down a lot, talking about his breakup with Caitlin. So Chris returned the favor by going on with Jason. And while I'm sure Jason appreciates it, this is kind of the stuff that Chris said on his very first podcast when he released it, when everyone wanted to hear what he had to say and he really never named anybody by name and couldn't even address Rachel Lindsay by her name and kind of spoke very surface level about things. It's the same kind of thing here. It's like, he's just talking to his fans. He's not talking for the people that don't like him and want to know a little bit more about what went on. So, Hey Chris, we don't really like the way you handled yourself, Maybe you can explain why you said and did some of the things that you did. But he, he, it, she's, he's never going there. He just had a chance on Jason's podcast. Well, shit, he's had a chance on any of his podcasts. He could have gone into more detail, and he hasn't. But going on Jason's, I just read you the quotes that he said, and it's like, okay, uh, you know, it was a toxic relationship that I had to get out of. Well, if the Rachel Lindsay interview never happened, you still would have been host of Katie's season. Like that was the next season, the gumming. You still would have been the host. So, what do you mean? (laughs) Like, I'm, I'm confused. You know, Um, it's, it's really, really bizarre um, that he. But it must be in the NDA because he's just not giving us anything, unfortunately. Uh, If you want to go listen to it, it is Chris Harrison Part Two uh, on the Trading Secrets podcast, not Trading Spaces. Sorry, Jason. Uh, Chris Harrison, part two behind the scenes of life of life during and after hosting the bachelor negotiating the seven figure plus what's the title of this? Uh, go to episode. Sorry. Um, going, uh, negotiating the seven figure plus contract financially life-changing moments, and more incredible untold career stories revealed. I didn't listen to it. All I did was read the quotes that uh, both Us Weekly and EW.com took from the podcast, but those were the biggest ones I'm assuming that he talked about. So if there's more in there, maybe we'll discuss it on Monday if more stuff comes out. But um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I think there's more to it, but he can only say so much. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also rate and review if you can. Uh, the sports daily is going to be up in an hour from now with my picks for the weekend, second to last weekend in NFL. Um, the circus survivor story has another twist to it, not necessarily a twist, but there's been some sort of almost a resolution to what's going on in that pool. And, uh, some other things I'm going to talk about the college football bowl schedule. We're going to talk about as well. So that's coming up in an hour from now on the sports daily. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Have a great weekend, and I will talk to you on Monday. See you!